1: Hey, hey, eyeballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the incomprehensible Louis Fox.
0: Yes, that means I have to poop all the time and I
1: cannot hold it in. <laughs> wait, why do you... Why, why, oh, wait, that's, that's, that's you, incontinent. <laughs> are you a Princess Bride guy, Louis Fox? That's <laughs> inconceivable. Oh, that's inconceivable. I thought that was incomprehensible. <laughs> I have to admit, I've only seen it once.
0: Now, I will give you a pass because you're recovering from your second coronavirus vaccination.
1: (laughs) I have two chips in me now. They've been synced up. I'm part of 6G and Cybernet. You are now Illuminati. I can now hang out with Tom Cruise on his voyage out to the middle of nowhere.
0: You're now a Theta-6. Is that what (laughs) you're telling me?
1: I am a Scientologist. I I think Uh, Tom Cruise
0: would be opposed to you getting that.
1: You think so? Yeah, a, they're opposed to getting the vaccine. You know, Tom Cruise is getting the vaccine.
0: He is, but he's getting it not as a vaccine. He's getting it as a supplement.
1: Or maybe he's so rich he'll just pay everyone around him. He's creating his vaccine. own herd. He's <laughs> created his own. Bu- he's in his own vaccinated bubble without him having to get the vaccine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got the got the vaccine. I feel good. We ha- we passed out when we got home today. <laughs> I,
0: feel, and I feel great. I passed out. <laughs> What are you 20 years old we took, a,
1: we took a six mile bike ride And then had a big piece of cake So ah. I think that played more of a role In the passing out But what, yeah. what kind of cake I had vegan coconut cream cake And Erica had vegan German chocolate cake
0: Oh, I don't think yeah. there are any
1: vegan Germans to start with. No, that's true. It's actually outlawed in Germany. <laughs> it's, it's black market vegan <laughs> German cake. Angela Merkel is uh, rounding up all the vegans. <laughs> You're like, don't you remember history? <laughs> it's going to be, uh, we're going to look back on these days and go, you know what? Why do they hate the vegans so much? <laughs> Yeah, I've been trying to uh, have
0: less meat in my diet, which has been an exciting uh, romp on Facebook whenever I post a picture of me not eating meat. People are like, what are you going vegetarian? Like, like, whoa,
1: easy. You're like, have you never had a meal without meat in it? Jeez. Well,
0: and then the the crazy thing is like I'm cooking like my tofu in bacon. So I I kind of am having a meat component. And they're
1: still angry that it isn't just all bacon. They're like, what the fuck is up with the (laughs) tofu in there?
0: Yeah. Like, you ruined perfectly good bacon. It touched your tofu. Well,
1: it's interesting because, like, I was telling Erica today, like, you know, because I constantly get asked when people find out that I'm a vegetarian, they always say, why are you a vegetarian? And I'm like, well, why are you a meat eater? It's like, at go. least I made a decision at some point. Like, you are just a meat eater because you eat meat. May- that's may- how it is.
0: Maybe they're like, my cholesterol is way too low, and my yeah, doctor too. says I need need to red meat it up. <laughs>
1: I always get like, well, what do you eat? It's like, just name anything that is not meat, and that's it. It's
0: like, so. Wait a minute. So you don't eat pork? No.
1: Nope. What about no. pork rind? What about chicken? Like somehow, because it's delicious, it gets a free pass. Yeah. <laughs> How about chicken it's fried like, steak? Yeah. Chicken is on the pyramid. It goes uh, vegetables, chicken, meat. <laughs> meat. It's its
0: own thing. <laughs>
1: So how's it going, Louie? You doing okay, man? Doing well. Uh,
0: fully vaccinated, like past my 14-day waiting period. So I went nice. out. I went out to a... Made uh, out with a stranger. We, uh, kind of. <laughs> Me and a uh, listener, Chris Beeson, we went out to the distillery, uh, the Heritage Distillery. Did a little whiskey tasting. Nice, man. Well, so they have a herb vodka, which tastes like... Like, like a fan- weed
1: vodka? or
0: No, it tastes like a fancy pizza. Oh, that's kind of nice. No, it's not. Oh. (laughs) The guy goes, this is great if you want a
1: Bloody Mary, but don't have Bloody Mary mix. (laughs) (laughs) This is great if you want a shitty Bloody Mary.
0: (laughs) It was the weirdest. It was like if someone took a pizza... Put it in a blender with vodka, and then somehow got all the, the pulp out of it, and you drank it, that's exactly what it tasted like.
1: Ah, well, good for you for giving it a shot, and good for them for trying something different. I'm not a big fan of the vodkas that are flavored, but the peanut butter whiskey that they made sounds mm-hmm. disgusting, but it is fucking delicious
0: yeah i bought a bottle of the uh, brown sugar bourbon which i'm drinking oh, right now
1: yeah i like that erica thinks it's a little too sweet but it is uh the bsb yep I great. Think it's great i love that stuff
0: i think it's a smidge sweet for my taste but i also put ice in mine so it, it dilutes it a little bit
1: and they don't pay us to say that just so you know but they should they could pay us we'd be happy <laughs> to take their money all right Louie, you want to get some stories let's do it all right And now it's time for some weird news. This story comes from UPI.com. That's a news source more reliable than a
0: monogamous couple having a gnome on their porch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because uh, I think that that is a sign of swingers or something. Isn't that the new thing? Apparently that is the uh,
0: secret signal that you are (laughs) either into renaissance fairs or a
1: swinger. (laughs) Well, uh, I should reassess my gnome choices because I have three gnomes myself. That means you're into a three gnome pileup. <laughs> yeah, but my gnomes are hilarious. I have a gnome that's flipping people off. I have a gnome that's cutting the head off a lawn flamingo. And I have a gnome mourning the death of Prince Philip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, Finally, I'm one step closer to the throne. <laughs> Do you know how many people it has to go through to get to you? It was like, yeah,
1: all of England. <laughs> Garden stores in Britain are facing a garden gnome shortage, and industry experts said the recent blockage of the Suez Canal is partially to blame. And U.S. garden stores are suffering a
0: shortage of gnome buyers.
1: Who knew that the Suez Canal was the number one passageway for gnomes?
0: Yeah, it also leads to Narnia.
1: (laughs) That canal is how these gnomes are birthed into the world. (laughs) It's the
0: gnome birth canal.
1: (laughs) Ian Byrne, assistant manager of Highland Garden World in Whitminster, Gloucestershire, said COVID-19 lockdowns led to a boom in sales of gnome statues and other gardening supplies. You wonder how many people blew their stimulus checks on gnomes? Uh, dude, I got a $1,200 stimulus check. I bought 9,000 gnomes. <laughs> and now no
0: one. I'm going to roll these on eBay once the Suez Canal gets blocked. <laughs>
1: He said the increased demand mixed with a shortage of raw materials attributed to the recent blocking of the Suez Canal by the cargo ship ever given has made garden gnomes increasingly difficult to find.
0: You should totally roll yours on eBay. Like
1: I probably should actually. I, and actually, I bought a new garden gnome the other day. I bought the sexy garden. gnome. Yeah, we bought at that the, a, uh, estate, at the sale. estate sale. Yeah. Yeah, I think for sure
0: that Sexy Garden Gnomes have to have quadrupled in value since you bought it.
1: Yeah, I could easily flip it. But what's the shortage of raw materials? Are they made of, like, dandelions and, like, pixie dust? (laughs) It's like, what is Garden Gnomes made of that there's all of a sudden a shortage of?
0: Uh, They're made out of concert ticket stubs.
1: (laughs) We haven't seen a gnome in six months now, unfortunately, Byrne told the Guardian. I'd be like, I haven't seen a gnome ever
0: because they don't exist.
1: Yeah, right? Raw materials are becoming a bit of an issue, and unfortunately, gnomes are a victim of that shortage of supply. Gnomes of any type, plastic, stone, or concrete, are in short supply, he said. However, you go to any sex shop, Huge supply of latex and silicone. Yeah, right? Figures from Britain's National Office of Statistics confirmed sales of DIY stores and garden centers spiked in 2020. Britain's like, you know what we need to fund? Garden gnome purchases during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, we need to do some data around Zines. <laughs> bootleg whiskey and uh, garden gnomes at diy stores funded ian wiley chief executive of britain's garden center association said shortage of raw materials have impacted supply of gnomes furniture and other outdoor decorations oh
0: you mean frivolous crap
1: yeah right Most garden centers haven't noticed, although they will. We're facing a perfect storm of lockdown, everyone being stuck at home, and one thing people can do is their gardening, he said. This Ian Wiley, he's
0: like super hoity-toity, like no one else has noticed it but me. I yeah. have Yeah,
1: right? These DIY garden stores haven't even noticed that there's a shortage of no. How would you not notice? He's like
0: he's like, I've been listening to Garden Nomenon. I know the th-
1: I know the code. If there really is a garden norm shortage, wouldn't the they know that there's a shortage? They're like There's none on our shelves. We can't get any. (laughs) If they didn't notice, that means that there would still be garden gnomes on their shelves. Or no one's asking for them and the shelves are empty. Exactly. He said other factors have also impacted the shortage. We're not immune to a ship getting stuck in a canal. Freight cost issues due to Brexit or the pandemic. Wow.
0: Way to throw Brexit under the bus.
1: Yeah. I don't know about this guy. This guy's a douche.
0: Yeah. What always blows my mind. When people blame like, "Oh, it's taxes," I'm like, "Do you know how much that tax, even when it runs through all the channels, ends up costing the consumers like a dollar more a unit?" I'll pay 19.99 for a garden gnome. 20.97? No.
1: Yeah, I, that's where I draw the line. Well, I love that he's like in on the inside. He's like, "Hey, man, I got a friend on the inside who says that pretty soon there's gonna be a garden gnome shortage. Buy yours now." <laughs>
0: This feels like trading places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Like all of a sudden there's gonna be two scrunchy looking dudes on the on the floor of the stock exchange,
1: shorting garden gnomes. <laughs> Alright, I like it. Yep. story part two this story comes from foxnews.com
0: that's a news source more reliable than funding your ira with coinstar profits
1: <laughs> wait coinstar is a huge business you can't uh oh you're saying from <laughs> the money that you get from Coinstar, yeah, not there's the profit there's no profit
0: from cashing your change
1: in well yeah every year i turn in like a bottle's worth of coins and it's I get like five hundred bucks a year, man. Yeah, but they take like ten percent. Well that's the thing. That's what's crazy about this story is actually this story is an addendum to episode one forty nine where we talked about the guy who was trying to collect his final paycheck and his boss gave it to him in pennies dumped in his driveway. So this is an addendum to that. It says Coin Star fixes Georgia man's oily penny paycheck. Problem. So I first read that wrong. I read Coinstar fixes
0: Georgia man's oily pen something else. <laughs> <laughs> you just
1: you just ended a pen. Yeah. All right. A Georgia man that was shocked to find the amount of his final paycheck in the form of pennies dumped in his driveway last month is getting some help from coin counting company Coinstar. I like how the
0: old employer's like, "You show me where in the labor manual it says I can't pay you in oily pennies." <laughs>
1: Yeah, right? That would be the worst job ever, right? Every month, your paycheck, you've got to go in and they just give you this huge backpack that's like 400 pounds. You're like, are you
0: laundering money from the world's (laughs) cheapest strip club? Do you you have a tanning booth that runs off pennies?
1: Fayetteville's Andreas Flatten had quit his job at Peachtree City's AOK Walker Luxury Auto Works in November and was having some trouble getting his last paycheck from his former employer. So AOK should never be in
0: the same line as luxury.
1: Yeah, right. That's like the worst name ever. It's like yeah, it's this. It's the just all right exotic furniture.
0: <laughs> it's the trust
1: me insurance. <laughs> Although he had reportedly been promised his $915 check would be paid to him in January, the check never arrived, and Flatten said his former boss accused him of damages. I wonder if they're, like, what, what the damage was. He's like, you broke my
0: penny-counting machine. Here you go.
1: <laughs> Flatten, who had gone so far as to call Georgia's Department of Labor for assistance, was surprised when he discovered more than 91,000 oil or grease-covered pennies in front of his house. Yeah, so in the original story, it was the pennies had some sort of substance on it that would prevent him from sort of giving it to a bank or taking it to a coin star.
0: I don't think Uh, it would prevent the coin star. I've put some weird crap through that. Oh,
1: really? And they accepted it?
0: Yeah, I always rub my nickels down with cocoa butter before I send it through. (laughs)
1: Because every time I go to Coinstar, they're pretty selective of what they accept and do not accept. Like, they won't accept a Canadian quarter, but they do accept my belly button lint.
0: (laughs) But but it's only at three cents. Not at street value of a nickel.
1: (laughs) An envelope resting on top of the pile contained his final pay stub and was addressed with an explicit message, Fuck you. That yeah. was something that was left out of the original story
0: because the guy was like, I don't know why this money's here. I think it's for my paycheck. Yeah, it
1: was, the, yeah the, that was not in the original article that there was a sort of letter or a pay stub saying F.U. He said there was sort of mysterious and he assumed it was his former employer, right? Yeah, I think so this that's a new, smoking gun. You, you think that he is adding this to make the add a little bit more drama to the story or do you think that actually existed? I think it actually existed. He didn't
0: say it because he wanted, I think, to be like, I don't know who would leave this. Maybe my – and the employer was like – he. I don't think he wanted to give the employer the satisfaction of the publicity.
1: Gotcha. Since then, Flatten has spent nights cleaning the pennies, which Fox 5 Atlanta said sat in a wheelbarrow in his garage. Ain't nothing but, that cleans in a wheelbarrow in your garage. Yeah. yeah. Flatten and his girlfriend had previously refused to comment to Fox News, saying they were focused on getting a real payment for Flatten's final check. Coinstar took up the mantle and picked up the more than 500 pounds of pennies from Flatten on Thursday.
0: The guy should have just taken the wheelbarrow to the to the Costco and used the the Coinstar there.
1: Yeah, I mean, Coinstar has been hit by the pandemic just as much as we have. I mean, they're now doing delivery service and pickup service, right? <laughs> That's how they should do it. I mean, really, they're like. We'll pick it up. And you know. we'll deliver a Subway sandwich Yeah,
0: <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> we will pick up all the change you have for a foot-long meatball hero.
1: <laughs> the company pointed Fox News to a release in which it wrote that it also rounded up Flatten's paycheck to $1,000. So he made 50 extra bucks on this thing. Yeah, or but it, or 80 it was,
0: was $1,000 in an Amazon gift card, though.
1: I wonder what's what's the sort of car that you need to drop off that five hundred pounds? Because I have a a three quarter ton truck and it like I just got a load of twenty five hundred pounds worth of stuff put in the back and that sagged so much. And that's a three quarter ton truck. Imagine five hundred pounds in the back of like a Prius. Yeah. Well yeah, there's you do a couple trips. Come on. Well, I guess it's a luxury auto work. they so you're driving a Maserati or something. Yeah. Have you seen the used car lots with luxury in the name? There's usually not a Maserati there. Hey, th- this Porsche comes with $300 in nickels in the trunk already. <laughs> there,
0: there's a $700 rebate on this car. It's in the trunk and it's all oily.
1: When we heard about Mr. Flynn's penny problem, we were happy to offer our assistance, said Coinstar CEO Jim Geherity. Coinstar has been in the coin business for 30 years, and we process approximately 41 billion coins annually, so picking up 91,000 pennies was all in a day's work. See, he's not even fazed
0: by the dirty pennies. I mean, I guess
1: that's their business, is, like, dirty coins. Oh, absolutely, right? I was spending an hour to a night trying to clean the pennies that probably only cleaned off about $5 worth, flattened, told Coinstar. I was so relieved and grateful that Coinstar agreed to help me. I mean, I think if you were spending an hour or two a night and you got to clean it out for like five bucks, you just take them to the dump at that point. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a bit of an exaggeration, right? I mean... A couple hours a night and i've only done five dollars i mean he what? didn't have a system or he was just not good at cleaning it's like what is he doing buffering them and polishing <laughs> them he's got like the you know this buffer out and...
0: have <laughs> you seen lincoln's beard shine his upper <laughs> lip is glistening
1: uh and then uh Coinstar ended up matching the thousand dollars and donating it to a couple uh charities Um, So which is pretty cool. Good for Coinstar. They seem to jump on this for the press, I would imagine. What do you think about this, Louis?
0: I mean, we predicted Coinstar was going to come in uh, on episode whatever where we talked about this.
1: Yes. I'm just glad because I love Coinstar. I do all my banking at Coinstar. uh...
0: (laughs) When they're like checking your credit. Who do you have a checking account
1: with, Mr. Baker? Coinstar. <laughs> Who's your financial references? Uh, you, Could you call the CEO at Coinstar? No, Who's I think it's cool that they, ra- references? <laughs> they, <laughs> uh, they rounded up. The guy made $85, which is crazy because when I go to Coinstar, they charge me 10% for for just their usage fees. And they came to him and then gave him extra money. It's yeah. like, can't they do that for everybody? Yeah, but he turned down. They
0: didn't mention they turned down. The first offer was $1,500 in, in the form of a Popeye's gift
1: card. <laughs> All right. So, Louie, you like this. You like this. I I like
0: the outcome. I mean, one guy was a jerk. The other guy won. Some animals made some money.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I heard. Honestly, I listened to this story was on NPR also. And they had reached NPR had reached out to the owner who is who is the alleged person who left the five five hundred pounds of pennies in his driveway. And he was like, "Nope, I don't know what you're talking about. Never heard of this guy. Like he was like very dismissive. And uh so it's kind of interesting the luxury auto guys getting a bunch of bad press and this guy looks like the hero, which is awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if the story's actually the other way around, like some tapes come out of this guy like smashing up the the luxury auto works and he really owes him nine hundred dollars in damages.
1: Right. Or or he just had nine You know, $900 of pennies in his garage and needed to concoct some sort of story to get somebody.
0: He had had a mound of $900 in pennies that he just spilled a bunch of oil on.
1: (laughs) And he's like, I need to concoct a story that I can actually, you know, get somebody to give me money for this. And it worked.
0: It's Munchausen by penny.
1: (laughs) All right, I like it. I do too. That's it for today, folks. If you want to contribute to our program, you can do so by donating to our Patreon page. Yes,
0: that's oddandoffbeat.com. Hit the Patreon link. You can get some sweet, sweet stuff in the mail for as little as a few bucks. You can get postcards from the road. Matt can write you a beatnik poem.
1: Uh, Yeah. You know, no one's gotten the beatnik poem yet, and I'm hoping that I can personalize and write a beatnik poem because... (laughs) It is the best, even though – here's the thing, folks. I'm going to be honest with you.
0: I'm going to be honest. I thought this was stupider than hell till you did one at a show, and I was like, all right, I'm in.
1: Okay, so I write these poems. Like the movie So I Married an Axe Murderer, it's essentially a ripoff from that. And I I loved it as a kid, and so I decided I'm going to write my own beatnik poems. And people hire me to write them, and it's so much fun. And I did it at a – I've done it at a few shows – and Louie hates him every, every time I do no, it. No, you, you want me over. I read them to you, and you always are like, yeah, I don't get it. But You, you I want wor- me over. Okay, all right. That's not the response you normally give me when I read you beatnik poems. Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the kids react to them, and they enjoyed them.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about that show. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Because I wrote a beatnik poem to a person's lover or – Boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah, but oh, was it virtually?
0: One was German and the other was French, and they didn't share a common language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but their common language is beatnik poems. <laughs>
1: All right. Anyways, I'm looking forward to writing for somebody. So if you want to contribute, that would be fantastic. That is patreon.com, out and offbeat. Um, where can the fine people to see Louis Fox this week? Uh coming up today when this comes out, I'm doing. A, I'm hanging out at the Kilowatts for
0: Humanity fundraiser. Ooh. Not really doing anything, just taking some space up. And oh then,
1: yeah, Just yeah, killing my, some energy, just
0: <laughs> burning some energy. <laughs> 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 it's my brother's charity, so uh, oh yeah. I think if you Google Kilowatts for Humanity, you want to hang out. I think there's a trivia team that I have no no one on. So if you want to hang out, hit me up. Okay, I'll do that. Can yeah. I come and hang out? Yeah. All right. Then is this uh,
1: the one where you always get the Airbnb? Yes,
0: you okay. I, you better not outbid me because I still have an Airbnb from last year oh, due to the wow. pandemic. So, well,
1: what you should do is give that to me, and I can come up and visit you, oh. and then we can uh, we can do some in-person in person podcasting in
0: the air in the in the tiny house in, in the oh. tiny house while my brothers. Five-year-old daughter looks out the window and scolds us <laughs> for being too loud. Absolutely. That
1: sounds like a great idea. Uh,
0: then on Thursday, the 22nd, I'll be doing a virtual show. This is for actually the same group I did my first full virtual show for a year ago.
1: Nice. And who is that?
0: Uh, it is for a family night at a school. So hit me up. I can get you in the Zoom link. Sweet. And then on the 24th, we're going to the Oregon Vortex. You and Erica are welcome to join us. What? Uh-huh. What? So we'll be driving through the 23rd. Hopefully we'll swing by, have lunch with you, and then we will uh, do that. And on the 24th in the morning, we have a 10 a.m. Vortex Pass.
1: Oh, man. Do you already have tickets for it?
0: Yeah, but it's by, like, the group, so I think we could have up to 10 people. Oh, my
1: God. Well, this is huge news to us. Well, thanks for dropping (laughs) it on the podcast and not telling me prior, but, I was
0: saving it for the podcast.
1: (laughs) Wow. And are you guys going to stay here, or?
0: No, we're we're staying in Grant's Pass. Um, oh, and then we're doing, like, a big loop up the coast back
1: home. Okay, sweet, man. That sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, so you're all welcome to Vortex it up with us. It'll be – have you been there?
1: I have been there, yeah. Okay. And we were actually just in Grant's Pass a couple of days ago looking at mini donkeys.
0: Oh, how was the line at the In-N-Out Burger? That's really why we're staying in Grant's it, Pass. There
1: wasn't anybody. We passed, we passed it, and there was not a line at all.
0: I'm liking this. I'm yeah, liking which this. is
1: weird because there's an In-N-Out, like – is it outside of Portland, and there's a huge line every single time, and it's yeah. bananas. I don't understand it.
0: Yeah, so uh, that's the main reason we're staying in Grants Pass is to have dinner at the In and
1: Out. Nice. Now,
0: where can they catch you?
1: You can see us hanging out probably at the Vortex. Nice. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll come and see things move upwards in a trajectory yeah. that defies all logic and scientific explanation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> until until you put a level on the floor.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, not doing much man, just hanging out. I don't have a show till uh the beginning of May. I have a show in Maine. So I'm just Ooh. hanging out, man. Uh, I'm thinking about getting back into my show. Thinking about actually uh starting to write some new jokes and figure out some uh some new routines. I also like.
0: want to say you may not have realized this is actually the 1 year anniversary of you saying you're going to get back into your show. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's somewhat true. But this one's, this one's gonna I'm going to follow through on this, <laughs> just, just gonna like I'm going to cut back on the booze and cut back on the sugar. Well, as I drink the brown sugar bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm drinking rosé right mm. now to celebrate being vaccinated. Well, folks, we want to thank you so much for listening. If you have any stories or anything going on, you want to send us a message, you can do so at info at adenoffbeat.com. We want to hear from you. Of course, we want to thank you so much for listening. Have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Stay weird!